Hey everyone, welcome to the Megan May Podcast. I am your host, Megan May, and I am so excited you are here. I am a wife, mom to four, entrepreneur, small town girl, people pleaser in rehab, faith follower, and just your average girl next door. Enough with the small talk, let's dig deep. I am excited to share with you in this space real and imperfect episodes of marriage, mom life, relationships, faith, adoption, and so much more. More than anything, I hope to inspire you to truly know how much you matter in this world. So grab a cozy spot, blanket, snack, or beverage of your choice, and come exactly as you are, and let's get started. Welcome back to part two of our adoption journey. Now, if you have not listened to part one yet, please go back to my latest episode talking about our first half of our adoption journey. As you go into part two, I hope you enjoy finding out how we got to celebrate May Day. It's been an incredible journey, and I'm so glad that we get to share this with you. So I hope you enjoy. That night, we signed on with our consultants and we started doing the research on how we could get home study approved because guess what? You can have children already, but you also need to get approved to have somebody else's child. We did not tell a single soul except our very close friends and our photographer who had to take pictures for us for our profile book that would be presented to moms who were either expecting a child or who had a child they wanted to place for adoption. After the gobs and gobs of paperwork and signing our life away, we became home study approved and active on March 1st of 2021. We then proceeded to tell our family. And that was one of the hardest things to do. They were in shock. And what we had to prepare ourselves ahead of time was that their shock and their possible worry and fear and judgment themselves was going to be something that we could not hold on to because we knew for months we were getting in this journey, but they were just finding out. And it was hard. The judgment of others was hard. But I remember looking at them and saying to them, you guys, we did not ask you if we could adopt a child. We are telling you that we are adopting a child. Now, I also will say that we had many people in our lives beyond excited, beyond thrilled, hugging us like crazy, praying for us like crazy through this journey. It was not all full of judgment, but we did have to extend grace to those who did, those who knew us, and those who were scared for us and for our family. And from there, we became an active family presenting to cases over and over. When you do this through the consultants that we went through, we basically get an email to explain this either expecting mom or a child and a mom And what we can do is read her case. Sometimes it has a lot of information and sometimes it has very little information. But we can read a case and we can decide if we want to present our family to her. When we present our family to her, we are agreeing on whatever adoption terms that she is wanting. Whether that's a closed adoption where she wants zero contact. Whether that's an open adoption where she wants to have pictures or videos or constant communication or partial communication. Whatever her terms are, when we say yes to presenting our family to her, we are saying yes to her. We are saying yes to her situation. 
And that is what we did. And as the cases came and as we would receive emails that said we didn't get picked, it was such a daunting process. However, I will say that every no that we received as a family, we grew through them. As a family, we grew closer together. As a family, we trusted this process that we were on. And come that fall, that trust, that growth, and everything all came to head. So it wasn't just Jake and I who were involved in this journey. When we became active, we very much involved our children. That was um, not the easiest decision. We kind of went back and forth with it because we knew there are many people who are in their adoption journey for years. And you always want to be that family that you got called to this and you just get picked right away and it's just all beautiful and perfect and fast and everything. But we also knew that that might not happen. And so there were so many unknowns and we went back and forth with, do we involve our kids or do we not? And every story is so different and every parenting style is so different. So if you have been in a journey of this and you chose differently, I think that's beautiful too. For us, we did decide that we were going to do this together as a family because after Marin started growing on my heart or this little girl that was in my head um, started growing on my heart and then she started growing in Jake's heart and then she started growing in our children's hearts. And what we had to prepare them for was that we do not know what she's going to look like. We do not know if she will look just like us or if she will look different from us. We prepared them and talked to other families that we knew that looked a little differently. We just talked about how that would make them feel. And we talked through all the things. Now, it was so interesting because of their ages. So at the time, we had a 10, a 7, and a four-year-old. And it was crazy because I remember our 10-year-old daughter, she was very quiet, although I kind of look back and feel like this whole journey was her fault to begin with because of course she had two brothers and she always prayed for a sister. And I knew I could never have any more children. So that was just a prayer that I was like, keep going girl, but nothing's going to happen with that. She was really quiet in the beginning of this journey. I think she was just, she's very sentimental. She was trying to soak it in. Our middle son was an open book. He would ask questions. He was just very honest. I laid in bed with him many nights answering all the questions about skin color and eye color and would it be a girl or a boy. Now I'm going to tell you, you guys, that we, although I seen and I was so confident that she was going to be a girl and that she was not going to share the same skin color as us, we did present to every kind of case that we were able to. We also had to put our trust in God that although he did weigh this vision on me, he is a comedian and that could change. Of course, I didn't hold him to it, yet I was pretty confident that's how she was going to turn out and that it was going to be a girl and that and she was going to look a certain way. But we did present to every case and so we would talk through each case that we received. Now the craziest thing is I never told our kids our vision, my vision. And I remember when our our daughter, Jada, I was tucking her in one night and she told me that she had this dream. And she had a dream that she was getting her sister ready for kindergarten. 
And in the dream, she was getting her ready and she was putting her hair in pigtails, in these low pigtails, and she had a jean skirt on and a sweatshirt. And then she looked at me and she said, you know, mom, what a weird thing to wear. I mean, a a sweatshirt and a jean skirt, but I don't even know why I thought of this. And I remember sitting down and I asked her if this little girl that she had in her dream had the same skin color as her. And she said she did not. And it was just like this crazy thing because... I feel like we both seen the same girl or close to the same girl. And it was just a cool moment, but was the first time she finally opened up to us just about her worry and her fears and everything like that with, with the journey. Now our youngest, the baby, he was four. Even though we're like, his life is going to be turned so upside down someday, he did not care at all about any part of the journey. I mean, he would listen, but it just his brain just could not comprehend all that it would be. However, he was the first to hold her, and that was really, really cool. Um, He cried when he held her, and still to this day, he is over the top in her face, in her bubble, drives her crazy, but he is beyond in love with her. So that that was pretty cool. Hey friends, guess what? I have some very exciting news to share with you. As you know, I have a deep passion for giving and helping others feel like they matter in this world. So I started a website called You Matter Boutique. If you know anyone in their adoption journey or foster journey who grow their babies in their tummy or their heart and you want to send a gift helping them to know they matter in this world, check out my website www.youmatterboutique.com. 10% of the proceeds will go to helping other foster and adoptive families in their journey. I cannot wait for you to check it out. On October 3rd, it was Jake and my anniversary trip. We go somewhere every year for our anniversary. And I remember on that trip, I just felt something deep in my heart. We sat down at a bonfire and we were having a glass of wine. And I remember telling him, do you know that by the end of this week, our lives could be changed forever? He was probably sick of me saying that because you guys, since we became active in March, I said that almost every week. Do you know by the end of this week, our lives could be changed forever? But I said it again at that bonfire over a glass of wine for my husband's anniversary. And guess what? On October 4th, we received three emails of three mamas who were expecting babies. One of those emails we could not present to. The other one we actually missed presenting to because she only wanted to see a certain number of cases. And then there was one left. And I remember looking at this case looking at her promises, looking at her. She was expecting a biracial baby girl and was due in February. She also, at the time, had a little two-year-old. I instantly fell in love with her pictures. I stared at those pictures, thinking that she looked just like the Marin in my head. And you guys, Jake and I sat and looked over her sheet, and we prayed, and we decided to say yes to her. We decided to present our family to her. And for some reason, I prayed that whoever she picked would love her for her and would love what she had to offer. On October 6th, I received a life-changing call and this expected mama that I prayed so hard for picked our family to adopt her baby girl. We flew down to Florida and met her in person for the first time in December. We had the privilege of seeing an ultrasound of this sweet baby girl that she was carrying. And you guys, it was an amazing experience. 
We also got to love on her little daughter that she had, and we left there feeling so hopeful. On February 16th, the most perfect baby girl entered this world and was instantly loved fiercely by her birth mom and her birth family. She was named and loved, and although I was beyond excited, my heart instantly started to grieve for her birth mom, as I knew deep down in my heart our greatest joy would become her greatest loss. And that is exactly what happened on February 18th when her birth mom placed her into my arms and I walked out of that hospital with the daughter that I have been praying so hard for. A day I will never forget. And as I got back to the place that we were staying in Florida and I held my Marin Skylin in my arms for the first time as her mom, and my joy was the mist of another woman's horrible heartache. To this day, I will never experience the strength of a woman as the day that she placed her baby to me. A mother who allowed me such a gift, a gift more than I ever deserved, and a gift ordained down to every last detail by God. God picked this insecure, unqualified, crazy, and ordinary woman to go on this extraordinary journey with him. All I had to do was give him the obedient yes, and he walked with me, he walked with my husband, and he walked with our kids through the good, the hard, and the wanting to give up. He walked before me in every detail because he handpicked me out of all the women in this world to be this little girl's mom. And today, I can't even imagine our life if I wouldn't have said yes. If Jake wouldn't have said yes with me, and our kids wouldn't have said yes with us. Jake flew down to Florida to meet our daughter for the first time in person, and that was an experience I will never forget. And together, we journeyed home to Minnesota from Florida. I remember surprising our three kids who hadn't seen me in about three weeks, and I watched them get off the bus, and when they seen our vehicle, they ran up to the driveway and rushed into the house to meet their sister for the very first time. I would say the hardest thing about telling our kids about this was when I went down, um, I had the absolute privilege of being able to be in the room when Marin was born. And that is just something that does not get to happen very often. And I was just beyond blessed to be a part of that. So when I flew down in Florida, every state is different, but in Florida, a birth mom does have 48 hours to change her mind. And I will do a whole episode on adoption statistics, but you actually have a 70% chance of an adoption going through and you have a 30% chance of a failed adoption. And it's actually much more common than we anticipated. And so our kids knew when she was born, but they could not say anything to anybody until Marin's birth mom chose what she chose, regardless of what that was. And so I think that was super, super hard on them. It's like we could celebrate this baby, but we did not know what what our future would be um, for a couple days. So I think that's what made it extra emotional for them is when we brought her home and they got to see like her for real in person. It made me very thankful that we involved them in this journey because they truly, truly felt that love and that all like just come together in this baby. You guys, the love in that living room 
for that little baby was unexplainable. They cried, they held her, and they accepted her into their hearts with no hesitation. For months to follow, our family and our friends and many of our amazing community members got to meet and love on Marin. I watched hearts soften and the witness of many prayers being answered as they held this brown-eyed, curly-haired, darker-skinned little girl. And fast forward to that fall, October 10th at 10 a.m., we, as a family, and close friends of ours celebrated May Day. And over a Zoom court hearing, after 999 days of this girl growing in my heart, the Florida judge granted us full legal custody over our daughter, Marin Skylin May. A day as a family we will forever celebrate. And... That is about the shortest version, you guys, that I could come up with with sharing our adoption journey with you. You will definitely hear more details about different parts of this journey in future episodes, but for now, I am just basking in the fact that it has been a year of celebrating the hardest and most beautiful journey that we have ever walked in as a family. Every day in our lives, we have a breathing, walking miracle of God's faithfulness and his story that he already had written out for our family. All we had to do was say yes, which, as you can see, he literally had to hit me over the head to finally say yes. I can't even begin to imagine what our lives would be if I didn't. So that is our story. And until next time, my friends, I truly hope you know how much your own journey and your own story matters in this world. Thank you so much for listening into this episode. If you want to follow more of me and more of my family, head on over to Instagram at you matter by Megan. 